2: We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: You're always going to be the one that gets it. You're always going to get the overblown story every time. Every time. And like I said, I was a new guy. I wasn't there but three months, four months before this
4: happens. Like, at the end of the day, Uh, if they happen in Miami, D.C., New York, L.A., you never hear about this. Nobody going to say anything. Nobody cares about a floating bachelor party. Like, that's the whole thing about it is normal people do it all the time and nobody says anything, but because it's young, athlete,
3: millionaire. It was you. It was you. Because it was you. Just just keep it real. It's because it was you they taxed you, though. They took my four game checks, as I remember.
4: Yes, sir. They taxed me pretty good.
3: Mm. Was it worth it? Uh, yes.
4: <laughs>
1: up on Game presents
3: Conversations with a Legend. And now, here's Lavar Arrington. All right, I'm back. It's Up on Game presents Conversations with a Legend. And this one is a legend for more than just being on the field. This dude is a legend. Uh uh, he had a, a Thanksgiving party that that was legendary, and it was, uh, well, it was something that rhymes with uh, locks uh, hey, landing it Thanksgiving. Bonding. It was team bonding. It was team bonding. Yeah. All right, it was, it, this this next guest is someone special to me. Um, obviously, came in during my time at, in Washington. Was my teammate. Was a dope teammate. Ended up leaving. Uh, Washington to go to Minnesota, but ended up coming back. Uh, Fred Smoot, we got Fred Smoot on the show. What, what What's going on, Smootie? Yeah,
4: you got it, brother, man. I'm, I'm just chilling up here right now, man. Uh, feeling good being part of, you know, our old team coming with a new name, with a new era, with a new feel, with a little everything. So they they bringing out a lot right now. So, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying that process right now.
3: What what is your what is your role with with the team right now? I know that yeah. they've been doing a lot of overhauling and, yeah. and rebuilding the culture. Maybe maybe you can shed some light on if there is some legitimacy to the whole idea of of the culture being changed in Washington.
4: Uh, you know what? Uh, I, you know, I do all the TV. I do all the radio. But I do a lot of uh, stuff when it comes to the fan base, uh, ambassador, a little bit of everything. They got me doing a lot. And I can say this, you know, I love Coach Rivera. Coach Rivera is a, is a great guy. And I think he was the guy that we needed to get the quick fix to try to navigate a a, a new feel around him in a new era, and I think, I'm going to tell you who I'm going to really give props to. Miss Snyder, she stepped up. Like, she does everything. Like, she She does everything. Like, she's everywhere. And she's, and she's very a people's person. And I think that's what they needed. They needed someone they could touch, see, and feel. And she's giving that to, to, to the, the DMV as a whole. And I think they're just trying to start everything new and fresh. And I think they actually got a lot of talent, man. Uh, it reminds me huh. of when we was playing. We were so defense heavy that nobody ever even looked at the offense. And for the first time, we got a quarterback. And I think Carson Wentz, man, everybody down on Carson Wentz. I'm, I'm one of these guys, I look at circumstance. Here go the circumstance. I almost won the MVP, got hurt, team won the Super Bowl. They put a statue of his backup out there in front of they the name. They ran him out of they Philadelphia. Uh, the Colts, he was hurt both ankles before the season started. Owner them want him. We want him. So I, I got a feeling that he's going to be better than a lot of people think. huh?
3: So where do the uh commandos I mean <laughs> what's the new name? What's what? the new name? Commanders. I call them the commanders. Commanders. <laughs> Commandalorians. Okay, all right. Um I call them no draws. But uh, that's, I don't that's know if cool. You start, don't you start, Lamar, I call on them on you start com- them cuz we you the Washington Commandos, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got to put some draws on. Hey, look though, the commanders where, where do you see where do you see them um Where you see them finishing, at least in the East, in the East. All right, in the East, I'm going to be
4: honest with you, LeVar. Dallas Cowboys, I was high on them maybe eight months ago. As, As the days go by, they get worse and worse, like literally. Like they losing players left and right. And I don't think you lose players and get better. Philadelphia right. is who I'm afraid of. Philadelphia is a team that I think is loaded. I think they could actually have the best record in the NFC, not just in the, oh, NFC. Wow. the uh, entire I see, NFC. I, I see Philadelphia finish first. I'm telling you, we can we can overtake Dallas. I'm telling you that now. Look at this scenario: we won seven games with Tyler Heineke at quarterback. I love Tyler Heineke, but he's Ooh, a nice, back, yeah. but he's a backup. All All
3: right, right,
4: I got you. All right, we had 19 players injured. With a healthy squad and a better quarterback, we can go plus three games. I just really believe that. And look at this. The offense, we got two or three running backs, all right? We got Johan Dotson, your guy from Penn State. And let me tell yes, you about so nice. y'all he's gave so us nice. a present right there.
3: He is so nice.
4: And, and the thing about him, he's mature. Like, when I say mature, yeah. he, he understands. He's not
3: like you. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't like you coming in. No, he wasn't. Right, no, it, no, it, no! Thanksgiving parties. No,
4: he understands football. I watch him run routes, and as fast as he is, he knows when to slow it down. He knows tempo. He knows Pacing. how to set a DB up. All right, well, mm. think about this: Terry McLaurin is going to get all the, the double. Mm. He, he' gonna he' gonna get double. Joe Hahn would mm. never get double this year. I would not be shocked if he won Offensive Player of the Year, rookie. For rookie he's, year. he's gonna get one on ones the whole year. Don't forget about Curtis Samuel. He didn't play last year. He's gonna be in the slot. We got three tight ends. Right. At the end of the day, this team has talent. Can Rivera put it together? That's the question.
3: How's Chase, how's he doing? How's Chase, he doing, how's he
4: Chase doing? is doing good. Of course, he's going to be out the first four games. He'll be back for the fifth game. He say he's feeling good. They didn't want to rush him back. They didn't want him to literally come back the first couple of games and they have to slowly work him back. They wanted him to come in and when he come back, to be 100%. Chase is doing well, but Montez Sweat is who, is who everybody should be talking about. Listen, yeah, this guy looking good, and you know how I get with these contract years. You know when it's time to get
3: paid, everybody steps up. Sweat be balling, though. He's a baller. I mean, that, that's a formidable group. And, and on the interior, I mean, I, I said this was the best D-line in the National Football League last year. It didn't live up to that billing, but I thought that they had the potential to be the best – Defensive line unit in in the game. I love John Allen. I know John. We we've known John since he was in high school, right? I mean, so it's it's. I mean, he is a that. Now that is a grown ass man, oh, yeah. right there. And,
4: and Deron Payne is a grown ass yeah. man. Grown
3: ass man. You're
4: right. At the end of the day, the pressure is on Jack Del Rio. Let's be let's 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 cut all the fat off the meat. At the end of the mm-hmm. day, Jack Del Rio has all the talent in the world over there. And let me tell you something. We got a DB over here, Benjamin St. Juice. 6'3", 210-pound cornerback that plays inside. Do you know how how quick this tall guy – like I told Benjamin the other day, get your hands on the ball. He's never out of right. place, and he, he has what it takes, like I said. This defense can win games, but I'm more excited about the offense because the offense can unlock the defense. Like, you mm-hmm. know, playing defense, if the score is 10-10. Oh, it's
3: better playing when they when they behind.
4: Thank you. Thank better. you. Thank you. Yeah, we love to play with a lead. All right? Now I can yeah. go out there and I can take some chances. I want to mm-hmm. see this defense to be able to play with a 10-point lead and, 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 and let this defensive line just loose, let them loose. hmm
5: mm-hmm.
3: Let's talk about when you were – in Washington, mm-hmm. and and when you you played, you talk about the corner. So it's a great segue. You came in. There's no way you should have slid to us in the second round, but but you know, as fate would have it, yeah, you did, mm-hmm. and you came in the year after Dion left. You you. You housed his his stuff out of his uh out of his his cubby out of his locker. You, I took his locker and a,
4: everything. I took everything. He didn't need
3: a, You took the lock. <laughs> took took the shoes. <laughs> took the gloves. Took <laughs> took everything. Prime had. Yeah. And and Chant Bailey and 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 Daryl Green yeah. were still there. Mm-hmm. And you came in and you fit you fit right in. Yeah. So you and that dra- that litter class that draft class, class you and Rod come in and. Rod Gardner from, yep. from Clemson. Yep. And you were a guy. Yeah. You you were a guy. Talk about what that that first experience coming into the league. You know, what was that like for you? Well, first of all, I like you said,
4: I slid in the draft. And you know, anytime you slid and you slide in the draft, you always looking at the person that's drafted before you, like, no, he ain't better, he ain't better. Yeah, you know, my kill list. But, right. but you know what? I was like, that's the that was the first blessing that that happened to me that, you know, it it came different. Like I was supposed to be here, Like, right? No matter how it happened, take me first and take Rod second. It don't matter. Uh, at, at the end of the day, I was supposed to be here. But then when I got here with Marty Schottenheim, you know, Marty was a coach that drafted me. When I got here, I asked Marty, like, why would you draft me? Why? You got Deion Sanders. You got Dale Green arguably the number one, two, or three cornerbacks ever to play the game. You got Champ Bailey, a future Hall of Famer. And what? Why are you wasting a draft pick on me? He's like, no, nah, no, nah, I see something special in you, and I'm starting the youngsters. Then when I walked in my first meeting room, and Dion was still there because he, he didn't retire until like three weeks into the offseason. He didn't retire. I, I was just blown away by it. I was like, you know what, this greatness, I want to be a part of greatness. If I can just fit in, I don't need to start. If I can fit in with this group, I can prove everything to myself. And that was humbling. Like it was so humbling to me because I'm like, man, these guys, I've been watching them so long. I've been watching their skill set. I've been, I've been, a part of I've been with champ in the SEC, so I got a brotherhood there. It taught me a lot and that allowed me to start quickly. That allowed me to say, you know what, I can play with these guys. If I can play with
3: my locker room, I can play with anybody in the NFL. I like I felt that. It was a lot of talent in that locker room. They put now they put you in Park Place uh, Boardwalk you know, with your locker, like you was, you was in, you was in the high society, right? Rod, Rod was a high draft pick, but he wasn't in the high society, uh, part of the locker room. Um, you, you, you was where we was at. You was where, where the big mansions and, and the big, big rides and the whips were. What, what was that like? Cause I mean, you were, you didn't come in and, and be anyone other than who you were when yeah. you got there. You yeah. were, you were the same dude from day one, the whole way through.
4: Well, I told people at the end of the day, I have pretty much played. I've had the privilege to play with probably some of the top 10% of the NFL. You got to realize Bruce Smith, the all time sack master is sitting in two lockers away from me. I got you to the left. I mean, like it's, it's guys everywhere, like 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 I told people, my team's in Washington. If we could yeah, own Chris ha-
3: right next to you, yeah. Like if I have if Chris I could, Samuels,
4: I got I got Darryl Green right there. Like it's everybody right, got right there next to you. Me. If right. we only had a quarterback, if we only had a quarterback and a kicker, yeah, maybe in the kicker, we got a chance to play with anybody. Because you know what, we was never out of games. We was never out of games and then just being around with that football royalty like you gotta realize sam shade mark carrier all these guys was here my rookie year that changed my outlook of the nfl like i said if i came in like out of college very arrogant i was humbled the first 48 hours at redskin park i was humble
3: mm-hmm. i don't believe that but i, I brought- got you you was you was you was ready. No, no, I was ready to. Fresh play. boot was ready. I was ready to play football, but I think the
4: realization of that one percent, like when you play in the NFL, you part of that one percent. Now, yeah. where are you at in that one percent? Are you at the bottom of that one percent? In the middle of that one percent? At the top of that one percent? Well, I was yeah. just ready to, you know, prove my worth,
3: and that's what it was. Me and Jenga Lang and Nd Kalu, mm-hmm. we we you know. We was the ones that brought energy to to the locker room. We we were, you know, we were like the young guns and stuff like that. When you came in, you brought an even more you brought more energy than all of us put together. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash gamepresents
2: I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years
1: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: One thing one thing people don't know about you, and I'm going to go to this story because it always, it always stuck with me. When we was playing in Dallas, and, and, and I don't know what you did, but you did something. You was coughing up blood or mm. throwing up. You was in so much pain. And man, you went into the locker room. I see, I think it was halftime. We saw, I saw you in the locker room. I can't check in on you in the locker room. Now, you know, you all right, man? You like, look like you about to, to check up out of here. <laughs> and then you go back out and you bawled. Mm-hmm. You didn't just go back out, you went back out. I told, I think I told you after that game, I don't think I ever, for, I, I never forgot this story about you. Mm-hmm. But I can't, I said, I said, bro, you, you, I have a different level of respect for you because I got to watch, you know, Mm -hmm. they had me on the bench, Mm -hmm. you know, they, that, that whole contract stuff, Mm -hmm. I I got, I wasn't even out there with you. Mm -hmm. I'm just watching you play. Mm -hmm. And I, I, a lot of people know about Fred Smoot, the character. Mm -hmm. People don't know about Fred Smoot, the heart,
4: Mm -hmm.
3: like you are a warrior out there, man, just where did that mentality come from for you, man? Cause I I it showed me something. And for as long as I had known you, that was when you came back. That wasn't the first time around. Yeah. First time around, like I said, you 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 knots landing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a different dude. And 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 you and Rod, y'all, y'all y'all brought a different type of you know, possessed, like, a different type of energy yeah. to the city. Yeah. Like, y'all was doing it on and off the field. <laughs> yeah, we was. We was. I said if Rod was catching balls like he was well, – right. anyway, <laughs> yeah. we, we, we would have won a few more games <laughs> off of Rod, too. Yeah. Now now Rod all in love now, yeah. too. Shouts out to RG. Uh, oh yeah, doing, oh yeah, yeah. Great, doing, man, doing,
4: living the good life. Yeah,
3: he doing doing, doing real well, yeah. doing with the fitness. I got to get yeah. him on the show. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know that you were. The, I I knew you were a baller. I didn't know you had that type of intestinal. That was some s I would do. Yeah, that like I I'm going out and I mean mm. it kind of ultimately ended my career because mm. I kept going out there. Yeah. Before I was I was fully fully healthy, but you went back out there, man, and and I never forgot that. Just where where did that. Where did that mentality, where did that come from?
4: Mississippi, baby. You know where I'm little from. Slip. Mississippi tough. They come from Mecca Elvis. They come from, they come from, he's like, and the one thing I was always afraid of, you knew me, I was 175 pounds when I got to the NFL. You were little. And yeah, I, and I little. never forgot the first, the first conversation I had with Dale Green, I asked him, I say, how in the hell do you keep a job for 19 years? He say never right. let your backup play, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yeah, that's pretty much right." And he ended up being like my backup, like so. I like, yeah,
3: right.
4: I can't let him play. Like, ain't no right. getting hurt. And like I said, I never want to be labeled as injury prone because if there was an easy thing that they want to label me as, he's already skinny, he's already small, he he's gonna get hurt. No. I only missed two games ever in my whole career and that's wow. something I take pride for and then my high school coach called me and he was like boy don't you know you started every game from your 10th grade year I started as a freshman in college I didn't miss but two games since my 10th grade year of high school two games yeah. and and I just I played through it. I figured out ways to 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 manage to play through the pain and keep on going
3: I know I'm jumping around but you brought something to to mind you said the sip. And you're talking about, you know, there's a lingo. Is it a K or is it a C? That that's, I kind of that's what I've always wanted to know. Is, is it a K that goes before the H or <laughs> is it is it a, is it a C? Is it a K that goes before the T? Like if it's streets, uh, is I, I, it is it is it a C or is it a K? It's a K
4: in Mississippi. All right, it's a K, LeVar, I'm being honest with you. It's a K in Mississippi. All right, all right. And we, so, how
3: you say how you say
4: streets? We don't. We try. If you notice, I never, I never say st words like when I'm on <laughs> and stuff like that. I don't say it. I learned that from when I was working at NBC. Like, if I can't correct it, I just say road, boulevard, like something else. But street—that's how it's gonna come out. Boulevard—that's how it's gonna come out. Street, straight. Like we can't say the st. We can't them. <laughs> I, I, I can't say SH either I, I, we, hey now the shs don't bother us it's the st's that, i heard scrimp no we're we're if i'm wrong the scrimp we we'll don't say that scrimp <laughs> But then, guess what? That's why I'm happy. Pete Valley and took everybody to Mississippi. Oh like, man! Listen, I love. It. That's how y'all
3: doing it. That's how y'all doing it in the
4: ship. Man, you know what? I just I, I love the show, man. You know, and, and of course, none of that like all of that represents Mississippi. I just love it. putting a little shine on the ship. I enjoy it, and I, and I enjoy it the show. Like I enjoyed watching Uncle Clifford cut people up. <laughs> all
3: right, <laughs> all right. For those out there that don't know. <laughs> what P Valley is. Um, just look it up online. They, they look it up. But it's a great segue. Yeah. I mean, P Valley, Viking. Viking Boat. Oh. Like Viking Boat, T-Valley. Hey. I mean, uh, hey. you was representing the sip in, in Minnesota. I mean, yeah, hey, but you know what, LeVar, let's be honest. You're a history guy. You love history. I know this about you. You Sure. A I'm history. a fan. I'm a fan.
4: All right, check this out. Vikings been doing this since the early 1700s. Right. Like everything we did on now they've been doing since the early 1700s. I just got too much into character. You know what I'm saying? Fred the Red. I, I got too much into character. And you know me, I'd like to take my pres- position seriously they ask me and I give it <laughs> <laughs> did you did you really have no
3: don't did no. You really have a double purple no
4: listen this is what happened did you and really have t- a double purple no
3: I was walking can, can we get can we get the exclusive can you give I, me the exclusive here I, what Really happy like right. and this is this is open forum. Right, it, so it, you ain't gotta hold nothing back. Right. This is open forum. All right, Jim. give me the exclusive of the boat
4: ride. I, I was literally just walking past. I know what you're bringing up, that weapon of mass destruction. I, 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 I was walking past, right? Yeah. And somebody said, Fred, could you hand me that weapon of mass destruction? Can you have me no weapon? And I said, who am I to deny you, all right? Who am I? <laughs> I'm no one. Right? Take it. Take it. Take it the weapon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Lord of the Rings. Once you hand that ring over, you know, hey, you do what you do. Right? I let it happen, LeVar. I, I, I and then what I didn't notice, I understand, I was the new guy. You know in Washington how we haze these guys. You got to take us to the steakhouse and then take us to the club. Ain't really nothing else to it. Right. Well, when I got there as a veteran, they was like, no, we take up money starting with the first rounders and we throw a party. i like, all right, that's fine. We end, we end up having two first rounders, Troy Williamson and Erasmus James. All right. Uh-huh. When we took up that party, it was like 80 plus thousand
3: to throw this one party. Like, yeah, we fly everybody in, in and I like, ah, oh, this is unbelievable. Brian McKinney, Brian McKinney ain't and that's not that's a hor that is a horrible combination, Fred Smoot and Brian McKinney. Oh, like that's a I, it's a horrible that is a hor that is a horrible <laughs> recipe for mass destruction weapons all uh, uh, all over listen, a place.
4: Listen, party animals, like I thought we parted in DC, but when I made it to Minnesota, They had a whole nother level. Like, nobody ever brings up the Twin Cities when it comes to places to visit, a place that's fun. I'm here to tell you, the home of 10,000 lakes, please take a visit there. It's a fun
3: place to visit. How many lakes did y'all hit out of the 10,000 that day? I I think I went
4: (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) 9,173. Yes, I think I did. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
3: <laughs> 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 was there anything else that happened on the boat? Can you clear up anything else before, hey, I, before I put the bed? Hey, the boat. Let's be honest; it was overrated. Sh- it was blown. It was up. overrated. It was blown up. out. It was overrated, and that's why I want. That's what I want to know. It, that's yeah. Because that's 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 what happens. Yeah. people blow stories up. They sensationalize the stories, yeah. and then it goes from there. Boom, and you because of the personality you are you're always going to be the one that gets it. Yes. You're always going to get the overblown story every time. Every time. And like I said, I was a
4: new guy. I wasn't there. But three months, four months before this happens. Like, at the end of, huh? like, at the, end of the day, uh, if this happened in Miami, D.C., New York, L.A., you never hear about this. Nobody's like, going to say Nobody anything. cares right. about a floating bachelor party. Like, that's the whole right. thing about it is – Normal people do it all the time and nobody says anything but because it's young athlete millionaire it was you it was you yeah they
3: because were, it was you just say just keep it real it's because it was you
4: the mouth of the south sometimes you talk your way into stuff and anytime it's some fun exaggerated stuff they're gonna look at me and, and guess mm-hmm. what I laughed it off then I laugh it off now and I never forget having a conversation with my, my with, with my agent Buzz cook. He, he could hear it in my, my my voice that I was worried about it. He was like, son, don't worry about this. Y'all didn't break no laws. They're going to blow it up. They're going to make an exposure, but it's going to make you infamous. All right? I understand it. They'll never forget you. They will never forget you, so don't you worry about it. It's, it's good on both
3: sides. They taxed you, though.
4: Yeah? Listen, I got fired pretty good. Them. They taxed you yeah, for them. disturbing the peace on the lake, so I paid a $100 The fine. NFL
3: hit you yep. the, the NFL hit you, it wasn't even the law it was the NFL, they, the league hit me Yeah, the league
4: hit me and the law only gave me a, a $100 fine
3: mm. Yep the, li- the league went a little bit above a $100 uh, yeah, they,
4: they took my four game checks as I remember Yes sir, they taxed me pretty good
3: mm. Was it worth it?
4: Uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> Put it like this The fun was The boat party was the first day Like we had three days
3: Who'd you learn that from Who who did you learn that from Did you learn that from me you, <laughs> See you ain't never party with me though
4: Yeah I did I came over your house many times And partied with you I partied with you many a time I understand yeah, listen
3: I don't remember
4: yeah, I got yeah, selected. That's, that's what a party is If you remember a party It wasn't fun
3: That is very true I am I am a very very calm subtle young, uh, older man now. You know I got my grays. I like to rock my grays. You know what I, mean? I see like to show you graying that, that it up over there. I see you the gray wolf. Yeah, man. You know, I, you know, you got to show that that uh, you know that growth. That you got to show that growth, brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, I'm still over right, here looking so, baby face. I'm still over here. Yeah, you've you always been a baby I, I, well, face. You dude. know
4: what? I got diagnosed. Sorry to tell everybody this. I got diagnosed with third degree Benjamin Button's disease, and, and you know that, that's where I'm at.
3: <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> what's, wrong, what's wrong with you? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I'm in stage uh, four. You're in stage four? Yeah. You're in the final phase of the I'm, Benjamin Button disease? I'm, to, I'm going back to be a baby. Golly. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> Where where did you get this from? Where did you get your personality from? Who in your family? I, who who is it Where did it come from? My, are you one of one? Or are you who no, did you get it from? No,
4: my whole entire family. My mom, my uncles, everybody talks trash. If you come to like a smooth family reunion, it's the loudest shit you will ever be around <laughs> in my life. Like my family. Where do you where do you rank? Where do you rank? I'm I'm, I'm close to the top. My mama was was the ace boogie she was the one that kind of lit the fire to everybody like my house when i grew up every my whole family came to my house like every other day so everybody's in the front yard they drinking they talking trash and it's constantly it's just constant the art of trash talking so if if you can't talk trash in my family you can't probably can't survive in it because they don't care like they will they will cut you deep like, it's just part of who we are, part of the fabric of my grandmama was the same way. So I, I got that honestly. Like, so when I started to play sports, I started to use it as a weapon. Like, I started to weaponize it, and once I started to weaponize it and understood that it was giving me a head up on some of these guys, like, I, I don't need to be better than all these guys. Like, if I can mentally take some of these guys out the game and play these Jedi mind tricks with them, I'm fine with it. So I, I started to utilize that and bring it to, a, to, you know, to my game in high school. Like, it started in high school.
3: Now, that leads to smooth smack. Yeah. Now... With all this NIL stuff going on right now, mm-hmm. there were a few dudes. I feel like I was before my time in branding. Yeah. Um, but I never branded in in a way where I had a a brand. Yeah. Like I branded the way I played. I branded being a cool dude to the fans. Well you was you, were, you, was, a, you
4: was a larger than life figure because of your size, your speed. You was uh you was different in a way. You was almost a DB in a linebacker's body, but use that,
3: yeah, yeah. use that, right? Mm-hmm. But you actually branded, yeah. You actually created a brand, yeah. I'm like, who the f- is this dude? <laughs> who the f is this dude, man? Like, smooth. when we was about to, they telling we drafted him. Like, I'm looking you up. I'm like. I'm like on the internet. I'm like Smoot Smack. Yeah, Like, Smoot Smack. You're if you're doing that today and you're in college. Yeah. millions of dollars, millions of dollars.
4: I would talk had, about it. Talk about it. talk about it. Well, here goes the thing about it coming out. When, I remember when I started the Smoot Smack thing, think about it. What I did at that time in in '99 was. I almost manifested Twitter because I use smoochmack.com to talk shit to all the guys in the SEC. Not some of them, all of them, and they will come back on on the Smoochmac. Mm. And talk. so it was the it was the first plateau of, of of interaction. Platform. Yeah. So if you really think, if I had went to Vanderbilt, I would have had some teammates smart enough to let me on Twitter. Create it. Yeah. Instead right. of playing damn football. But right. I, I I just. I felt like this. Every time that I go out and play, I perform, I felt like it was a concert. I felt like Michael Jackson. And to do that, and everybody used to like to say my name because I got one of them names that's short that the fans can can say. So the more they say it, yeah. So the more they say it, the more I want to make plays and the more I want to feel it because I promise you, when I made it to FedEx Field, and I would make a play, and they would start saying my name. I could feel the ground shaking. Like, it's it's almost orgasmic. Like, I'm, I'm just – I want more of it. It's addictive. And it got me going. And if I was in today's college with my mind frame, my mouth, my train of thought, that makes me very sellable. Right? And mm-hmm. like like my coach, Coach Cheryl told me, Before you got here, boy, we weren't playing on ESPN and NBC every day. But when you got – you start to bring attention to everybody, not just me. Mm -hmm. I brought attention to my school, and I kind of set it on fire. So, hell, if I was playing today, I'd try to stay in college 10 years.
3: I I don't need to leave. You don't even need to leave.
4: I don't need to leave. But I I love it for these kids, man. I love the fact that they can capitalize on their their name and likeness. Because you remember we played – they would sell our jerseys, when not even put our name on the back of
3: it. I they would make millions off of us. would even So now you can't say my name and likeness because you ain't put my name on th- it. Thank you. So at the end of the day, But I you did, know it's it's my name and likeness. That's my jersey. We know who to know this that
4: we, is like we know who To know this day. Was. Yeah. Right. But they don't yeah. care. They don't care because they making bill they making millions off of you at the time. Yeah. And they are yeah. telling you here go a scholarship. You should feel welcome for it.
3: Yeah. 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 Yeah, so you're good with the NIL, and you're good with the way things are going because you've been you. I mean, like I said, you were before your time with it anyway.
4: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good with it. I just want to see more. I want to see more players show us uh, them. Like I don't want to see the machine so much. All right, the machine is you. You play football, go run. No, I want some of them to start to uh, peel the layer back, peel the onion back, show us your personality. So by the time you make it to the NFL, you got people waiting on you. You know what I'm saying? You got, you, you got corporations ready to, ready to deal with you. And a lot of these players, I tell people all the time, some of the most interesting people I, I've ever met in my life are football players. I'm going tell you this. They have the ability to multitask way more than other people. We, we, we have a career. We still try to be regular people. We still try to have regular connections. And we still do everything to the highest. So that's why I give all athletes just props on them holding it together mentally
3: hmm Now you talk about that in the in the the level of, of athletes. You talked about me being the level of athlete as big as I was, as strong, fast, da dot, da dot, dot, this, that, and the other. We played with dot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Give me give me your best story on S dot Sean, aka Sean Taylor. Give me, give me, give me your best story.
4: I got so many damn stories, but I this I start from this. I was talking to A.R.E. Reed. We was
3: at a club where women work. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, one, oh yeah, yeah. An right. equal opportunity uh, actually very discriminatory mm-hmm. towards men because men are not allowed to work mm-hmm. at that place. And- it's purely. For women. Yep.
4: And it's one okay, of my favorite okay, charities. It's one of my favorite charities to give it's to. It's one of your charities. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Single right. Mothers of okay. America, I give to Okay. It. All right. Okay. You want to put right.
3: somebody through school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay.
4: All right. Okay. So, so okay. me and Ed reading in talking, right? And I'm and Ed, and I'm like, man, we talk about DBs. And Ed like, man, I'm telling you, it's a kid in Miami right now that's better than me. And I'm like, come on, dude. I, 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 I give you too many props. He's like, no. He's a mixture of me and Ronnie Lott. and when mm, we signed, that's
3: a great. That's a great take. Yeah, and and
4: then so when we signed, when we drafted him, I remember the first practice, and I was walking to the huddle, and he was standing beside you,
2: and they I looked was like, as
3: big as I did.
4: I was like, they the same damn size. Like, oh my god! Like, and then I seen him come off the, the come out the middle of the field, and just go track a deep a deep Like this, this different. Because we different. are we are that one percent, but it's something different about this dude. Uh, it's just something I don't even know what position he should have played. Like he could have played wide receiver, he could played, uh, played anything.
3: He could played anything. He
4: could have played anything. So it at kept, the pro level, yes, it it, it it just blew my mind. And then mix it with his mindset. All right, the mindset of a damn killer. All right, if he was in the military, he would have killed Ben Lodge. I I'm, I'm just telling you. He, he had that – and that kind of – that that changed – it didn't even change my mindset. It made me a little bit more serious. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I'm dead serious. And I remember playing in Dallas, right? I, this might be – I don't know if that's the game you're talking
3: about. But – It probably is. Is that the one where Santana caught the game winner? Yeah, all right, so we Probably been, the same one. We're
4: playing in Dallas. And me and Sean Spring have already been talking about this dude is killing us meaning our own teammate. Because if yeah. you don't get the dude down quick enough- He gonna
3: hit, he gonna clean it up. He
4: gonna come to the pile and all us, it, all us- He's wiping dangers.
3: everything out. So
4: he comes, to, he, I, I, I got the running back. I don't know if it's Jones, Julius Jones, I don't know who it was, but I got it. but I ain't got him down. And Sean just comes and blows both of us completely out the plate.
2: I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years.
5: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. He bruised my is
3: that That's the game? Yes, okay, the game. that's what happened. There it is. That's, that's the, game. the game. So was <laughs> saw that hurt yes, you? Yes! Friendly That's an exclusive.
4: <laughs> Friendly Shut fuck you up! that ain't the first time he took me out. He took me out like 17 times. I was like, man, check this out. I'm, I'm going to stop passing. Because everything I right. can get him down fast enough, he's going to hurt all of us. Like, he was the most – like, because I tell people at the end of the day, it's a difference between a DV – Running twenty-five yards at a head full of steam, and a running back running towards him, and a D lineman catching the running back when they start. These collisions are different. I have never seen him go backwards. I have never, never. in my life seen him. Everything goes forward with, with him. I and it, huh. it, it is it, it, it just it's an explosion, man. I, I, and I still think to this day. And I didn't play with some good defense. I mean, safeties, Darren Sharper. I didn't play with a lot of them. He's the best state that I've ever played with in my life, period. Wow. Period. Wow. I never had to check people inside. When he when I play with him, I only play outside leverage because
3: mm-hmm. – the, 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 If they go inside, he going to kill him. He's going to
4: kill him, And they don't want to go yeah. in there.
3: Like, they do right. not
4: want to go in there. So, I took advantage of that.
3: Wow. And you generally don't do – as a corner, you don't do outside leverage. I'm I in, <laughs> in cover three. Uh, number three. four,
4: do we, we we do outside leverage because everything else you is you got fun. a quarter. Yeah, because yeah. everything fun on the inside. But I just waited on the out route. So, I waited on other stuff because either me or the wide receiver going to get hurt going inside. So, I let him go. So, y'all,
3: everybody stayed outside.
4: And, listen, everybody
3: stayed outside.
4: I, I had some fans in the stands talking about
3: they stayed. I, I <laughs> <laughs> they might have got him. Hey,
4: listen, man. It was, it, it was something to – he had his moments where he was talkative. And he had his moments where he'll just zone out, you know. So, it was just one of them players, man, that it was hard for a lot of people to figure him out. Not so me because we, me and him kicked it so much. So, I mm-hmm. had a clear understanding of who he was. But I can promise you this. The Sean that I got when I came back from Minnesota was different. Than the Sean that I got that I had when I left. Mm. The Sean when I came back was more military minded. Mm-hmm. He had made it to a point. He was he had married. He had had baby Jackie. He was yeah. uh, singular focused. He rode a bike every damn day to work. Mm. He had yeah. trimmed down twenty five pounds. It was mm-hmm. it was a machine. I was watching the Terminator.
3: So that's that's how I felt all right that seems like a good place to to kind of let you off of off of the interview seat you're promoting you're you're a part of women's tackle football yeah what's what's your what's your involvement what 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 should people look for what what makes it exciting um I, I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about the the, the Washington, uh, the DC the, Divas, the Divas, the DC uh, Divas.
4: All the teams over, like, listen. I went to the their Super Bowl this year. It was in Canton, Ohio, at the Hall of Fame. Uh, and it's so funny. New England, the Boston area, continues to dominate because hmm. uh, the owner of New England, you know, he owns that team. And they, oh, okay. they won the championship four consecutive years. They played against the Minnesota oh, wow. team, female team tackle. And I'm telling you, you got to see it up close. These ladies are just as talented as anybody else. The game looks the same. You don't know if it's mm. females or males out there. It's, it's fast, it's explosive, and it's catching on. I think it's going to be next. And uh, I would tell anybody, check it out. And if you got local female teams around, support them. I really okay. enjoyed the the, the difference, like, the the crowd in the stands were full of males. It was full of us. And, and it, was, it was different. I just I really enjoyed it. I think it's next. I think it's next. Hmm. And they need our support. And it's growing. It's growing very quickly.
5: Hmm.
3: You know, I'm a big, big, you know, fan of Donna Wilkinson. And I know Dr. Uh, Jim Welter, you know, really well. So, and they, you know, some of the coolest people. Yeah. Women women football players they they, they they you're talking about how Sean's wired differently. Yeah. Women football players are wired they're wired differently.
4: Oh, they ain't in the kitchen cooking, baby. No, they outside more in the yard. Uh, at the end of the right. day they are tough as nails. And like I said, they need our support. You know, I support anything football. That's what I'm about. This is that game changed my life. That, that that brown peel, that pig skin has shown me the world. And why not let the females
3: live through that pig skin like we have? All right, before I let you go. Is there is there a website by the way? Is there a website or uh, oh, it's, IG it's, or it, You
4: can go to latest tackle football league and and everything will be there. Like like I said, it's growing sport. It's it's growing very fast. The they, the Super Bowl was in Canton Ohio. It was great. It was packed. It was like like I said, it's up to us to support them.
3: All right. Um, before I let you go, mm-hmm. before I let you go, uh, what uh, what is your what is your prediction for this football season? Oh, all right. Let me go with who I think.
4: I'm gonna give you my Super Bowl picks first of all. All right, all right. My Super Bowl picks are actually. I think it's an old that it'll be an old rivalry. I'm going Kansas City, and okay, they're gonna get back. I, yeah, I, I, you know everybody want to jump on that Buffalo train now. Everybody's jumping on the Josh, Josh Allen train. I, until you show me I'm from Missouri I, I don't believe you so Like, like, like yeah. you, you you gotta show me so I'm gonna go Kansas City because I know when you take away a true number one it makes it hard for us DBs to understand where you wanna go with the ball now you're gonna go where the ball where it's supposed to go all right? meaning the weakness of the defense and I got this, this feeling that Green Bay, which I feel like Green Bay is the most overrated franchise in all of sports. They've had 40 consecutive years of Hall of Fame quarterbacking, and they only got two Super Bowls. 40 consecutive years, they got two Super Bowls. I got a feeling, Kansas City, Green Bay, in uh, the Super Bowl. All right. yeah. What about you? Who are you feeling? What, what, what's your picks?
3: Uh, I don't know yet. You ain't got a good one? I don't know one. yet. I ain't got a good tab on it yet, man. I'm I'm still breaking them down. I mean, KC's a good one. Green Bay is a good one. Um, what about LA? This, what about the Chargers? You don't get the Chargers? I think the Chargers might be a problem, but they haven't shown, like you said, they, they're they like Buffalo. They haven't shown that they can, they, they're further behind than Buffalo, right, mm-hmm. like in terms of being able to prove it. So I think they're a good team. I think they're loaded.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, but I don't know if they could get over the hump. And I don't know that Buffalo is going to get over the hump, but I, I got a feeling that they might. I got a feeling that they they're really good. They're 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 balanced top to bottom too. They're 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 really good.
4: James Cook, running back for Buffalo. Don't be shocked. If he goes for mm-hmm. AFC uh, rookie, that was, a like that, that was a little brother Yeah, like th- 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 yeah. that guy can play, and he didn't get a they lot of miles play. on him at Georgia. He didn't. They they had a backfield
3: that they used everybody, so he, he might have a lot in the tank right now. Fred Smoot's legacy. Last question. What well, you want your? When it's all said and done, we mm-hmm. had to sit there. Now yeah. this is something. I, I I you know it's funny. It brings Sean to mind. Mm-hmm. Um when it's when it's our last when it's our 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 last send off yeah it, it, people people talk about you they 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 let you know how they really felt about the person what what would you want people to say you know about Fred smooth how how do you want to be remembered
4: <laughs> First of all, I'm a liver of life. I think it's two people in life. You got people that watch people live life, and you got people that's living life. I am a liver of life. When I'm gone, I want people to know I have lived this to the extent, I right? I have enjoyed every ounce of—that's what I do. I, I wake up every day and go out, and I try to enjoy every moment of life because it's just so damn precious, and I think people take it for granted. I have never taken it for granted. That's why I'm rarely ever in a bad mood, no matter what— what I'm going through, people never know it because I don't. I don't let it get to me, and I think more people should just be like that because we're not going to be here forever. And I tell my kids mm-hmm. that all the time, and I try to imprint any people that I'm around and make them feel good. So, if remember anything about it, I want to be a ray of sunshine to everybody I meet.
3: I could dig. Brian Arakpo was not anywhere near as good as me, Fred Smoot. Well,
4: why? Who brought that up, Brian
3: Arakpo? I did. Why? What
4: brought that to mind? Because that that came out of nowhere.
3: You know I was upset with you. You said nothing makes me mad. You know I was upset with you when you said I was out of line for saying that he's not comparable to me. I just wanted to make sure I put that on this You
4: know what? Brian
3: Arakpo was not as good as me.
4: This is is what.
3: Not in any life. Not this one, the next one. Rack was stiff. Rack was stiff. Rack was a good football player. Made pro bowls. Yeah. dope, Dope, dope. Comparables. Comparables. But he wasn't me. Well,
4: this is what you needed.
3: Like, I'm going to tell you what, if we ran a 3-4 with you. Oh, I would. I,
4: oh. You would have, uh, you would have eclipsed a lot of people. We we played you. You shouldn't have been out in the 4-3. We played you out, yeah, of out of position. You was yeah. we, we played you out of position. We didn't yeah. let, we didn't let, we should have let you change things in a, in a Terrell Suggs type way, if you know what I mean. Mm, like, come off that edge. Yeah, just because you got Ray Lewis. And you got it, Reed. Suggs actually set the pace for everything. You see what I'm saying? I could do. Like, like quarterbacks like don't make mistakes in the NFL standing straight up, but they do when they running from something.
3: True, true. Mm-hmm. All right. Then, then the last, the last day. What? What else was I going to say? Oh, I know what I was going to say, bro. For all this time that I've known you, I never realized that you could be Ludacris's twin brother. <laughs>
4: You know what? When I lived in Atlanta, I used to get it all the time. I'd be at the grocery store, they'd be like, ludicrous. I'd be like, what are you talking about? Luda! Yeah! Chris Lava Lava. That's my dude, man. Hey, at the end of the
3: day, I ain't.
4: I ain't. As long as you ain't say I look like Flavor Flav, we good.
3: Nah, I ain't going to give you Flavor Flav, but I am (laughs) going to give you Fast and Furious. Hey, that's Fred Schmoot, man. I'm LaVar Arrington. This is Chris. Up On Game presents Conversations with a Legend, man. That's my dude right there, man. Teammate forever. Love love you, man. Love, love, like, love, love, man. So I wish you all the best. Wish you well. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep banging, man. And I appreciate you taking some time out for your boy, man.
4: Now I need you to return a favor. Come on and show me, uh, Josina Anderson and uh, Morris Chesnut. Got a new show. I want you to come on it ASAP.
3: Whenever. Whenever you need me. I Let got me you, know. brother. Whenever you need me. I appreciate you. Uh, all right. All right. Till next time, y'all. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them